Welcome to LitCast, the podcast covering literature notes and revision for WJEC. These podcasts are designed to be used as an additional revision tool. There's nothing new or groundbreaking here, just revision notes in an on-the-go friendly format. Using these alone won't guarantee you an A star, but they can help you build your confidence to apply this knowledge to your exam questions and your classwork. With that being said, let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back. In this episode we're going to be looking at the theme of heroism in the book Heroes by Robert Cormier. Cormier's use of themes is interesting because he uses themes that present antithesis, the the contrasting themes. So when we look at heroism we look at heroes and anti-heroes and really what it means to be a hero. This is obviously one of the major themes if not the major theme because it's the title of the book. Um, And the concept of heroism really has a place in every chapter, even if it's just a passing reference. Um, Cormier uses all the methods at his disposal to convey the importance of the theme of heroism in this novel, and really just to explore what it means to be a hero. So there's lots of different opportunities for us to look at uh, where heroism is present in this story. Uh, Of course, we start off with the title, it's called Heroes. The content is largely about what it means to be a hero. The characters discuss the theme as well. So there's three main conversations about heroism to be found in chapters 6, 14 and 16. Um, And additionally, Francis reflects on the theme of heroism in chapter 17. Larry LaSalle and Francis both earn the Silver Star Military Medal for heroism. And Francis concludes at the end of the novel that the rest of his platoon were the real heroes. That's in chapter 17. So characters through their actions are heroes um and that concept of war heroes is uh obviously present quite a lot as well uh, war heroes are portrayed as role models worthy of admiration the people of french town are excited by the examples of heroism because they do not have to face the consequences of war directly heroes represent bravery and patriotism and people are intensely proud of their very own war hero larry lasalle cheers and applause fill the cinema when larry lasalle features on the movie tone news after his award of a silver star And obviously, Larry LaSalle also receives his traditional hero's welcome. Um, He gets speeches from the mayor, he gets freedom from the town, um, and he is described as the stereotypical hero, like the character who stepped down from the cinema screen. Remember that movie star quote. Resplendent in his lieutenant's uniform with ribbons and medals on his chest, the young Francis admires Larry for this traditional war hero look and the traditional war exploits just as he's admired all the young men when they return home in their uniform and one of the quotes is uh, that you could use for that is um, i could picture him storm storming a hillside in guadalcanal rifle in hand bayonet fixed grenades dangling from his belt pumping bullets into the enemy if you think about that quote it doesn't sound realistic it sounds like it's come from a from a movie and it's that that a link between appearance versus reality and the fantastical versus um, the realistic. So Francis and Larry were both awarded the Silver Star and they're obvious representations of heroism, but there are others that are heroes in terms of war in their own ways. Arthur Rivia is representative of the ordinary heroes, the heroes that were taken to war and did their part and now have to deal with the trauma for the rest of their lives. We must not forget as well the young Germans that Francis shot because they were also heroes to someone too. 
And it's the ordinary heroes that Cormier perhaps wants us to really take a, a, a look at and, and appreciate. The theme is referred to in repeated motifs and figurative language. So heroes is frequently uh, used and echoed in numerous references to stars, to champions, to medals and to trophies. And there's lots of direct reference to this theme. So throughout, uh, Francis denies he's a hero. Um, he uses asides um, to us as the reader and his use of asides quite often refers to um, the reflections that he has upon himself. Um, he says, I'm not a hero, of course, in chapter one. I'm not the hero he thinks I am, not like the other veterans in chapter four. I'd never been a hero in such places in chapter five. Noble deaths, the deaths of heroes. How could I die by leaping from a steeple? Chapter 12, I am not a hero, I tell him chapter 14 and hero the word hangs in the air so in heroes the theme of heroism is paired with its antithetical theme which is cowardice or, or and, and also the idea of being a villain or an anti-hero francis contrasts being a hero with being a coward on several occasions such as in chapters 3 14 and 16 he contrasts heroism with being a fake and he coins that term himself despite everyone else such as arthur rivier nicole larry sister matilde apparently seeing him as a hero. None of his actions appear cowardly to the reader, only to himself. Now, Larry LaSalle, on the other hand, is also celebrated by all the citizens of French town as a silver star hero due to his heroic acts in wartime, but his manipulation of Francis and his assault on Nicole are the acts of a coward since he dare not do anything until he believes Francis has gone home, who is Nicole's protector. And bear in mind, if you think about the, the context of that, Larry LaSalle is an adult, Francis is a boy, and yet Larry still waits for Francis to, to leave so that Nicole is alone and defenceless. So it's it's um, really heightened that sense of cowardice, even though it's a horrendous act in itself, it's kind of heightens that um, sense of it, it being a really cowardly, anti-heroic thing to do. There's respect for heroes throughout this book as well. So heroes are seen as victims quite often and their heroism does not necessarily bring them happiness. Mrs. Belanda's face softens and she calls Francis poor boy when she meets him because of his injuries. In the St. Jude's Club, heroes are treated with the utmost respect. And it's important to note that St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. Um, again, perhaps linking to the, the pitiful and despairing nature um, of what it's like to be a hero post-heroic moment. When talking about Larry LaSalle, the bartender's voice becomes formal and dignified. He's got a scrapbook con containing their exploits, but he can also see the reality of heroism right in front of him. Arthur Rivier is surprised that Francis, a war hero with a silver star, should wish to remain anonymous, but it's this same respect for Francis which makes him agree to remain silent. It's noticeable that Larry welcomes the adulation of others and welcomes that celebration and respect and is happy to be a very public hero. Francis, on the other hand, isn't. So there's that idea of heroism and anti-heroes um, and the, also that idea of the conflict between other people's views and people's views of themselves. Think about how other people admire heroes, but heroes do not seem to admire themselves. As a result, there are different attitudes to heroism in the novel. Perhaps Cormier wants his readers to consider whether Larry LaSalle is an anti-hero, someone who may carry out acts of bravery and heroism, but also has unattractive and destructive qualities. And we've discussed that in previous episodes. Should a person like that be regarded as a hero? And remember, the central question 
that we're expected to ask ourselves as a reader is what is heroism? What makes a hero? Because that notion of heroism, how do we define that? Do we do we define that purely by the best of what someone can do? Do we define that by all of the things that someone does, their person as a whole? Um, you know, how how would we use that term hero and let it sit comfortably? So initially, Larry is presented as, as this inspirational figure because of the rec centre and everything he does, and he's admired for the way he develops the talents of the children. It's ironic that on the night he's acclaimed by the whole town for his heroism, he destroys the lives of Francis and Nicole, two young people who regarded him as a hero. But, as Larry himself asks, does this one sin of mine wipe away all the good things? Francis himself does not see himself as a hero because of his hidden motive for joining up. In fact, he hates to be acclaimed a hero, whether by his friend Enrico, Sister Mathilde, or Nicole, or Larry LaSalle. In those conversations, he admits that he was a fake all along. And specifically, he says that when um, he's talking to Larry LaSalle. However, we can see that he has the courage to challenge Larry and has every intention of killing him in order to expiate his guilt. So this theme of heroism runs throughout the whole of the book, but the nature of it remains unclear. Who is the real hero? Is it Nicole? Is it Francis? Is it Enrico, Arthur? Is it even Larry? Nowhere in the book does anyone find true comfort or happiness in their heroism. Is it therefore a very pessimistic book or is it one that shows the reality of what being a hero can be like? Now towards the end of the novel Francis comes to see his fellow soldiers as heroes despite the fact that they were scared. He realises that he and the other young men were scared kids not born to fight and kill who were not only there but who stayed did not run away. So it's he's taken Arthur's line we weren't heroes we were only there and he's extended it and he's really reflected on that because that happened in chapter eight this quote comes from chapter 17 and by this point he's really thought about what has taken place the experiences that everyone had and he's added there who stayed did not run away and he feels that is perhaps what can in his mind concludes to be real heroism so remember the different perspectives on this idea of heroism, especially when it comes to Francis's hero heroic or cowardly qualities, because they are created through Cormier's narrative technique because of this idea of a biased narrator. Because we're looking at things through Francis's eyes, obviously the perception of him, especially of him as a hero when he has such a low opinion of himself, is going to be skewed. It's important to mention this when you talk about the idea of Francis in particular as being a hero but also other people as well because his views towards other people are, go are going to skew the perception of them in this narrative because he's talking. So if he really likes someone and admires someone then the language will reflect that and we can see that quite clearly when he talks about Larry before uh, the assault takes place and when he talks about Nicole. He views them as people he admires, he loves, he um, he really sees them as kind of greater than the greatest and he doesn't talk about himself in that same way and I think that is something that you, once you get once you get to grips with the idea of Francis being this potentially unreliable or biased narrator and certainly um, the the language choices and structural choices of the text um, really 
allowing the character of Francis to seep through. Once you've got that, then a lot of everything else just kind of clicks into place, really, and it, it becomes a lot easier uh, for you to find um, real gems in there to talk about when it comes to representation of characters um, and indeed themes as well. So that's just a few notes and a bit of an introduction um, to the major theme of heroes and heroism in the book Heroes. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We're going to be carrying on looking at themes over the next few episodes and uh, where we can kind of find some key moments and quotes for them in the story. Uh, If there's anything in particular, as always, that you want to go through, any questions that you may have, uh, then feel free to either send us a tweet or leave a voice message or voice note um, on the podcast page. There's a button, you click on it and it's really straightforward. Um, And if you have any particular uh, questions that um, perhaps come up a lot, then uh, you may be featured in an episode where then we can obviously answer them as well. Um, Thank you very much as always for listening. Remember that none of this is groundbreaking or new. Your class teachers have a whole wealth of information and experience on these texts, I'm absolutely sure. Um, One of the main sources that I've been using for creating these episodes is the York Notes Revision Guide, which I'm sure your teachers will either have a copy of, be able to link you to, or of course they are available to purchase. Uh, Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next one. is by Ixon and you can find him on SoundCloud. The tracks used are Eclipse and Explore.